Hello, and welcome to Witchy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Danae Sweet, and this is episode 77. So, today I am going to talk about steps for successful spells. Now, I know I've done like an episode about the guts of a spell and how to do them, how to write your own, but I thought pre-spell stuff is kind of important, and um, I wanted to go over steps that I do that I think about or do before I do a spell, and this is usually done over like a week or two. That way I really can get into the right mindset, um, filter through any of my bullshit limiting beliefs or anything that I've got going on. And then I'm ready for that spell. Now, of course, there's going to be times where you're going to do like uh, impromptu stuff and that's fine. But if you have the time to prep, um, it's kind of nice. So I thought I would do to kind of share with you what I do. Um, first, I kind of want to update everybody uh, as to what's going on in my life. Um, I don't know. It's been weird. I got super overwhelmed this last month, and I don't know why. I'm guessing planetary bullshit plus just COVID and the state of our um, country, the state of humanity right now. I'm, I'm assuming it's all of that. I just, God, I could not make myself do certain things. I slacked on my diet, like all these things that I should be doing and I just didn't. I didn't have the energy, the creativity, or the focus for them. So that was kind of a personal struggle for me. Um, My daughter is in her apartment and living her best 18-year-old life. (laughs) Um, uh, Of course, she calls and lets me know what's going on. and there's not much change there, but I did have a couple people want to know how she's doing. She is, she has food, she has shelter, and she is safe. So those are the things that um, are most important, and uh, that's what's going on. There is a communication, like, open between the two of us and, and Brad, too. So that's good. Um, also, someone asked me kind of what's going on with Are we moving? Are we not? Right now, we are not. Um, The cattle market, which is how we make our our living, is unstable to say the least right now. Um, So we don't know quite what's going to happen and um, it kind of all depends on that. Also, with Maddie being in a weird place in her life and I don't know. I, it's really weird. So COVID taught me that I could totally live here and ignore everyone (laughs) that is in this town pretty successfully. Um, it taught me to make peace with where I'm physically at. And I've done that. I may not like living in a red state or living in an area that has the mindsets that it does, but I, there are things I don't want to give up. If I moved here from here, I wouldn't be able to be near Taryn or be there if she needed me or vice versa. Like that's the person I turn to when I cannot adult, (laughs) when I need somebody to tell me that I'm being stupid or, you know, tell me to 
to, to cheer up. I mean, all of those things. So I wouldn't want to move away. Um, I just don't feel like it's, it's time. So there's a whole bunch of different variables, but the main thing is COVID and the state of our humanity. We kind of think we ought to save our pennies in case the shit hits the fan. Um, I don't know what we'll do if it does. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. It's such a weird time to be alive. And I know I say that all the time, but it is. I wake up and something like something else that's just freaking wackadoo has happened in this country overnight. Some rights have been taken away or threatened by the current administration or whomever. It just feels like I'm living or we are living the prequel to The Handmaid's Tale and it's just surreal. Sometimes I I wake up and I'm like, please let this all have been a dream. <laughs> like, let this chaos and, and shit show of a year please have been a dream. And of course it's not. So I don't feel, or Brad and I just don't feel like it's time. I feel like I've made peace with being here. I have been moving around since I was 17 years old. That's a long time. <laughs> I I went I moved out of the house and went to school and have bounced around since then, the Navy and different jobs and things. And this is the first place that I've owned and that can potentially be somewhere where I put roots down. And I don't know if it was turning 41 or Maddie moving out of the house and finally having the freedom to do whatever that made me go, well, maybe I don't really want that. Um, but that's what happened. <laughs> I, I don't mind traveling, but I think after moving around and not having a place to really call home since I was 17, I think that's part of what's happening with me is that I finally stopped running. <laughs> I, I no longer feel the need to run. Um, and that's a big thing with me. I don't know if it's all Gemini's. But I've, I've known some other ones that have had the same problem, like, let's go here, let's go there, this place sucks, let's go there. <laughs> and that's kind of how I've lived my life up until now. And I can make peace with being here. I have. I have forgiven myself for the reactions that I did, the, the way that, that things, that I reacted, that how I reacted was not the best all the time. <laughs> I'm human. And I have forgiven myself for those things. I have forgiven um, the town and the people. They don't know any better. They they truly are just uneducated, a lot of them, in anything other than what they've been taught. And I'm not the one that's going to educate them on this. I'm just going to be me and I'll be the crazy blue-haired lady um, that goes to the grocery store every once in a while. And and maybe at some point they'll be tolerant, but I really don't give a fuck at this point. <laughs> I'm just going to live my life and be happy. I'm going to stop doing this whole, I'd be happy if we moved to this place. I'd be happy if I didn't have to go through winter. I'd be happy if it wasn't 100 fucking degrees and 75% humidity. Like all these things I bitch about. <laughs> but when it comes down to it, okay, this is going to sound really bad, but 
Okay, so we were looking at different places around the U.S. to move, and a big thing for me is snakes. Like, I am outside a lot with my horses and my animals, and I really don't want to have to deal with poisonous snakes in the place that we live. This area does not have anything poisonous. Um, yeah, we have, like, I think spiders, like, some couple spiders are not so super, but we don't have any poisonous snakes, and that's a big deal. <laughs> so, um... It's one of the big reasons I don't want to move. I have good grass for my animals. I have a roof over my head. I'm near um, friends that I need and they need me. I love all of the friends I've made online. And I wish I could just live with all of you guys. <laughs> like live near everybody. But I can't. Um, so for now, this this is what we're doing. And I say for now because who the fuck knows what's going to happen this year. I had no idea half of the shit that was going to happen this year, but it did. So I'm just going, I'm going to make peace. I have made peace with being here. And if something better comes along, sweet. <laughs> but I am going to start living. I realized by journaling and thinking about what I did during COVID, um, Quarantine, the things that I'm not doing or haven't done because I felt like I didn't need to because we're going to move anyway. Um, I wasn't engaging in my local equestrian community very much because I was just like, why make friends and why make connections if we're just going to leave? And I just, I realized I was missing out on a lot that this area does have to offer. And I want, I'm sharing all this not, not to I don't know. I don't I don't know. I want to I want to share this with you because I realized that through a lot of <laughs> journaling and actually therapy has really helped me learn that I can be happy wherever the hell I'm stuck as long as I have a roof over my head, I have food, I have safety, I have those that I love, I have my animals. Those things are important to me. Um and that's all I need. Now, I have lots of wants, <laughs> but I'd love it to be 70 degrees all year round here, but that doesn't happen. So my point is, if you are stuck somewhere that you don't want to be and you don't really know how to get out of it, as far as like, unless it's a safety issue, I totally get the hell out. Um, but if it's like my situation where you just don't like where you live, it's possible to just just let go and live. And I wanted to share that with me, with you guys because it was kind of an epiphany for me. And I don't know, I share with you guys all kinds of shit and felt this was relevant. <laughs> okay, so let's get, let's enough of the updating. <laughs> let's get on with what I actually came on to talk about. So when I do a spell, I learned some different techniques on goal setting and I have morphed this goal setting method that I learned from uh Suiha in the Southwest Institute of Healing Arts I like morphed that into something that I use for spells so I wanted to talk to you about that so spells for me are not just get all my shit and do a spell um it's pretty involved if I am pre-planning this so I start out first by, because I, I write everything down, <laughs> I write down the specifics, write down 
what I want out of this spell. What is the outcome? So what is the goal? And I am specific. I visualize that goal already accomplished and I write all this down. Like what would it look like if the spell worked? Okay, so I write down all of that, including my emotions, because our emotions are so tied into spell work. So I write everything down. Say that um, I am doing a spell to calm uh, my dog's anxiety. And I want him to not worry when I'm gone. I want him to be peaceful and calm. And I, so I write down everything. I leave, I write down the scenario where I leave the house and my dog curls up on the couch and he feels calm and relaxed and reassured that I will be back. So he's not worrying about that. And, and he falls asleep and the house is peaceful. So I'm just using that as an example. I write down all the details, how I would feel when I come home and I see my dog is well adjusted and happy and hasn't chewed up anything because he's he's not scared. So write all that down and remove all the negative talk. There are no boundaries in this particular exercise. So write down everything. So write down everything with no boundaries, meaning doesn't matter how much it costs, how much time it would take. Um, physics, <laughs> all of this stuff, write it down as if you can snap your fingers and it's done. Okay. So no limiting beliefs or thoughts at all. So I will do that. And then I am going to meditate on this. I am going to get in, I'm going to listen to some like some kind of meditative music, pop in my earbuds, and I am going to basically visualize what I wrote down. And by doing this, I am planting this into my subconscious. This is the birth of my intention, basically. So I'm going to visualize that and meditate. And I'm going to do that as often as I possibly can before I do my, my spell. So say I'm planning this seven days out. I will probably at least meditate five times, four or five times on this specific uh, intent. So after I have wrote all this stuff down, so say you got your journal out, you wrote all of your, um, your, your outcome down, then you are going to write down your whys because finding out why or understanding why we want something um, leads us to what motivates us. So this is the key in getting your dreams or the spell work to the, the end result realized. So what do you want? Um, and why. So what I mean do when I what I mean by this is write down, make like a flow chart, put like, okay, so say that I want I need a thousand dollars. Okay? So I'm gonna write down a thousand dollars, circle it, and put a little leg, like a little line off of it. Why would I want a thousand dollars? Well, I wanna go on vacation. So I write down vacation, I put a circle on it. Why do I wanna go on vacation? Um, cause I want to spend time with my husband. So put time with hubby in a circle and connect that one. Well, why do I want time with my hubby? And like, he's been gone a lot. Like he's been busy doing ranch work and haying. So I haven't gotten to see him as much as normal. So I'm going to put in there. I miss him. I want to spend more time with him because I miss him. Um, so that, that for me, like, and and why do I, and why is missing him important to me? Because I, it's for me, physical proximity helps me feel loved. That physical touch, physical uh, time together really helps me feel loved. So because I am feeling 
like we have less time together. It makes me feel less loved. I know that sounds dumb, but that's what it is for me. I, I want to spend time with him and have his undivided attention. Um, and it makes me feel loved. So that is my why. Why do I want $1,000? Because I want to feel loved by my husband. <laughs> Does that make sense? So that's what you're going to do. You're going to keep drilling it down until you get your your why. And you just keep going until you get that, that why. Um, so another thing that you're going to do is to reframe any of your negative self-talk or any kind of doubt. So in spell work, there's always that element of doubt because we're human. We cannot help it. If anybody... I have a really hard time believing anybody that's like, I have 100% faith in whatever, just insert thing. We're human. We're human. We cannot help it. Even if we think we have 100% faith in something, ourselves, someone, a deity, whatever, there's always that humanity, that little ego voice that goes, hmm, but really? So this is what we do with that. Negative self-talk is that voice that says, we can't do it. It's not going to work. So why even start? So by writing down all of these thoughts and reframing them, we stop self-doubt in its tracks. And you redirect that energy toward a positive outcome. So the way this works is, so say I want this $1,000. One of the negative self-talk things is, you're let, you know, that I would say to myself if I was asking for $1,000 would be, there are other people that need it more. There And then I would say, um, I shouldn't have spent so much money buying stupid shit and I would have this $1,000. I just keep saying whatever the negative shit and you write it all down. So then you go back up to the top of your list and you start to reframe it. So I think the first thing I had said was someone else needs that $1,000 more. So you can reframe that into something positive by saying if I had... When I get, when I get the $1,000, I will be more equipped to help others. (laughs) I mean, you can, I know that's a really bad example, but just bear with me. So anything like that, um, the worthy, everybody has a worthy thing. Um, I don't feel that I'm worthy of abundance. And you could reframe that by saying, I am just as worthy as anyone else for unlimited abundance from the universe. So you just keep reframing those into something positive and take as much time as you want to do this. This could happen over two or three days. It's however long it takes you to do it. And then there's fear. Fear is something that all of us deal with because we're human. We can't help it. Um, and I feel like when I had my shop and I was getting like coaching clients come in and we were working on goal setting. Most of them were like right on that edge of success, but afraid to take the first leap of faith. Like they didn't want to take that first leap because that's scary as shit, right? Fear is a dirty word in relationship relation to success. No matter how much planning you do, if you don't address your fears, you're going to stall out. It's going to crop out. Um, your, your spell, It may work-ish, but it's not going to have the punch and the conviction it needs if you're afraid of it. 
So we're going to take, you take some time and you fill out your fears surrounding anything you're doing as far as spell work. If you're afraid of doing a spell, write that down. I'm afraid I'm going to, I'm doing this, I'm afraid of doing spell work and write down why. Why are you afraid of doing spell work? What's going to happen? What's the worst thing that could happen if you do a spell? And you write these things down and then do like you did before and reframe it. So the most common thing that I get told about doing spell work is I am afraid that I am going to conjure something evil if I do a spell. That is the most, like, most uh, messaged sentence as far as spell work that I get. So this is usually from people that have not done a whole lot of spells or you're just starting out on this path. And what I say to that is that is a healthy fear because we all have that programming or a lot of us have, I guess, not everybody, but a lot of us have that programming from being in some kind of religious um, upbringing. Christianity really puts a damper on spell work <laughs> since they don't like witches um, in, the, in the Bible. I know plenty of Christians that are fine with me. I just want to preface that, like put that out there. I don't mean that all Christians hate witches. Okay. Please don't send me hate mail. <laughs> anyway, so a lot of us have that pre-condition from we were kids, you know, you're going to go to hell, there's devil and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so write down, do you believe, do you believe that witchcraft is evil? Write that down. Do you truly believe that or are you just afraid of the what if? You need to kind of address that fear before you do spell work because this is a big one. It's a big block for you and it's a big block for manifestation in general if you are afraid of doing the act of, okay? So take some time and kind of do that workflow thing like we did um, with your why. You're going to write down the fear fear of demons. So just put fear of demons. And then why am I afraid of demons? Because they're evil. Why are they evil? Because the Bible said so. Or because my mom said so. Or the pastor said so. And keep drilling it down. Like if that's why, like do you trust everything that pastor says? Well, no. Do you trust everything that your mom, your grandma, I mean, we're humans. All of these people are fallible. So once you take that in consideration and they're coming from their belief system, they're coming from a place of fear because that's what they've been taught. So once you drill down and kind of get to that reason, you can reason with your yourself that I took this person's word for it and that's it. This is all based on one person's, usually your parents or a pastor or somebody that told you that witchcraft is evil and demons are evil. So I need you to work through these fears. Another fear that you could have is that it would have negative effects. Like I asked for a thousand dollars and somebody had to, somebody uh, hit me in a car accident and then I got a thousand dollars as the settlement. That's just an example. So this is a legit fear that I have a lot of people like, what happens if I don't specify how I get the money? So you're going to put that down. I'm afraid someone will get hurt because of my spell. <clears throat> and then you're going to drill down. Well, why am I afraid someone, how do I feel about that? Why do I think someone's going to get hurt because of my spell? Usually it's because you, you don't have enough experience in spell work. You're afraid. Um of your own <laughs> wants and needs because somebody has told you that it's selfish. So that often is when you get drilled all the way down, it's because you don't want to be thought of as selfish. Okay. So anyway, 
do that. Make sure you really think about your fears and address them. And I know that that doesn't, it's not like a, you can't snap your fingers and not be afraid, but working through them and understanding why you're afraid helps dismantle them. Kind of like unraveling a sweater when you pull that first string and it just starts unraveling. That's what doing this work is, is about, is for. So next, I would love if everybody had a support team, but I know that's not true for everyone. But if you do, look at who you have in your immediate circle that can help you with a spell. If you have people that will help you through it, do it with you, that's awesome. A support system um, is in, it's invaluable. It really is. It's priceless. Identifying people in your social social circle <laughs> that you can share your plans and use as a sounding board is super important. It makes your plans real and leaves you accountable to your actions and planning as well. So um, I know in the coven we talk about our spells a lot and that kind of um, is our support system is in the WW coven. A lot of times I will talk to friends online like, hey, I want to do this spell. What do you think? So, and then also when you do this, keep in mind that each of us practice a little bit differently. So if your friends don't understand or agree with your spell, keep that in mind. Like you do you, boo. Okay. So if you can, list three people that you can share your dream with, this end result with, and make a commitment to actually planning and manifesting this. And I know that sounds weird, but it's for me because I procrastinate. (laughs) And by saying, I'm going to do a healing spell for whoever wants to, wants me to add them to the, to the thing, to the, to the spell, then I've posted it and now I'm accountable to do the spell, right? Um, so for me, it may not be for everybody because a lot of people are in the broom closet. But we do have the Witchy Woman Friends Facebook group that you can join and people there support you. It is a really great group. Um, if you haven't joined, click to join. There's going to be some admission questions. There's been a huge surge in membership requests for Witchy Woman Friends. And not very many people are answering the admission questions. And it's to screen for scramp. scammers not scrammers it's to screen for scammers um because i've gotten a bunch of those too so please if you're gonna join please answer the uh admission questions all of them um okay that's my ted talk (laughs) um so the next thing i want to talk about is the law of attraction so this is the the short version all thoughts turn into things eventually So if you focus on negative thoughts, then things will be negative for you. If you focus on positive thoughts and put your energy forward movement uh, into forward movement of your goals, then success happens. And that's a very short, simplified explanation. It's a lot more convoluted than that. Um, So that's something that you want to keep in mind. When you're doing uh, a spell, that's why we do all this prep work that I'm talking about because when you do all this prep work you set your mind up your subconscious is literally like sending out into the universe this beautiful result this end result that you want from the spell and it's going to be um, sharpened and uh, refined by the time you get all this prep work done which makes for way more successful spells 
So these are, <laughs> this is another thing you can do. I know that some of you that have done uh, business classes and things like that know about SMART goals. I use SMART goals in in my spellcasting. I mean, why not? It's SMART stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. So you write down specific, like I showed you, I talked about early. You're going to write down your specific goal and measurable, like how do you measure whether it was successful or not? And write that down. Achievable. Is it achievable? Am I asking for a purple unicorn to appear in my yard on the 3rd of October? That's probably not achievable because purple unicorns only live in my brain. So I'm not going to ask for something I know that I cannot achieve. (laughs) So set yourself up for success. Relevant. Is it relevant? Do you really need it? Is How is this spell going to be relevant to the thing that you want? Can it be done? Can you do this without spell work? Time bound. How much time do you think you need to do this? Like what is the time in which this needs to happen? So go ahead and, and if you want to do SMART goals with it, do it. I really find it, sometimes I will get through it and I'm like, wait, shit. I could just... <laughs> go try to sell two more things or sell this crystal or that crystal or whatever or pick up um clean some houses and I could have that thousand dollars like putting in actual work is also an option <laughs> okay um so yeah that's kind of how I go about prepping for spells and and at the end so you've done all this and you're ready take that step go and do your spell um and and keep keep visualizing the end result I meditate after I do my spell I will still meditate on um my goal my end result I will still go back to that first step the when I wrote down how it would look if this spell um, worked. I, I will still go back and redo that meditation as many times as I need in order to feel like that energy from me and the law of attraction is bouncing back and forth. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> I know that was short and um, I'm hopped up on a ton of caffeine today because I'm so tired. Um, but I wanted to kind of give you something where you can prep because I know a lot of us do it on the fly I do a ton of spells on the fly especially if it's defensive spells or protection stuff if I feel threatened I will throw together a spell and just do it but a lot of times we have plenty we can plan it we can look at the lunar phases and that's something I didn't put in there because not everybody does spells with the lunar phases or um, certain constellation placements. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> so um, that's a step that you can add. If you do spells based on that, then add that into your prep time. Like add it into your prep. Well, I want to figure out when, you know, it's a full moon or a, or a blue moon or something like that. So just add it to your to-do list and customize it, customize it however you want. And I don't want you to think that this is, my method is the end all. You do you. Do you. 
I just wanted to give you what I did because I have been getting a lot of questions on um, Messenger and DMing on Instagram of how I prep for a spell, like how long do I prep? And you know what? Sometimes it's a damn month because I have a specific date um, where stars and moon and planets are aligned in a certain way that I want. Um, and I know way ahead of time. And then sometimes it's a day. So you do you. You form. Use this if you want to. Don't use it. <laughs> but it is yours, your information to do with whatever you want with. Um, I wanted to do a Patreon shout out to everybody. I have had so many amazing people join. And I wanted to just list everybody off real quick. Real quick is probably not going to happen. But anyway. Christina G, uh, Nina A, Danielle uh, P, MJ M, um, Sinead, Sinead, uh, I'm going to like totally murder some of your names and I'm sorry. Michelle W, Mira D, uh, Alicia, Jamie S, Kelsey S, Rebecca K, uh, Brooke H, Sydney K, Kathy H, Beatrice C, Allie R, Gideon, Kelly B, uh, Nelia B, Jesse L, Michelle C, J Jace H, JD. I have no idea how to say this one. O, O, Obuvo T, Silver L, uh, Brittany L, Maribel D, Brittany L T, uh, Shelly, <laughs> um, L, Ro uh, Royson, Royson D, uh, Jessica F, Michelle H, Sarah C, Robin H, Megan D, Kathy M, Paige at the Fat Feminist Witch. Um, there's one without a name, and it's Twin Magic is the alias. Annie, Annie C, Michaela H, Lisa W, Dora H, Danae P, Lynn, Laura L, Maggie M, Sentry G, Nancy M, Tara M, Melanie H, we have page two. Hang on. <laughs> Alex J, Aaron R, Sydney, Nikki, Amanda H, Taryn A, Jenna J, uh, Becky M, Amy S, Paige F, Juliana A, Neely M, Abby R, Heather F, Megan C, Cassandra M, uh, Christina H, and Heidi B. Whew. Holy moly. That is my Patreon group. These are the people that are uh, the members of the WW Coven. If you join Patreon, any of the tiers, you get in there. So what we are talking about in the group right now are uh, other classes. So we did two chakra classes, and now we are doing managing uh, the empath gift tomorrow night. And after that, next week, we will be starting a series on psychic development. And I am so excited to teach that. If you haven't joined, just go to Witchy Woman Podcast and click on the Join the Coven button and pick a tier. So a dollar gets you in, a dollar a month gets you into the group and access to all the classes, all the back classes, um, all of the handouts and materials that I have put on there. $5 a month gets you a reading with Shelly Leggett uh, quarterly, and she does monthly uh, card readings in our uh, special coven reading uh, card reading group. If you do 10, you get both those benefits from the other tiers, plus you get a quarterly gift. So the quarterly gift is from our sponsors, Rena Dwelly of Holistic Healing Therapeutics, Shelly Leggett of um, Lavender Potions, and Brandy Burrow uh, Intuitive and 
intuitive medium and astrologer. She is amazing. All of them are amazing. They have such badass gifts this time. I am, they're, they're here now. I have them. I'm adding mine to your, to your group and I'm going to mail them off and you are going to be blown away. I'm excited. So, uh, I think that's about all I have. (laughs) Um, uh, oh, I wanted to ask you guys, those of you that have a rabbit as a pet, how are they as far as like how cuddly they are? How do they get along with animals? Like all my animals here in the house are very other animal friendly because I bring in so many bottle kittens. Um, they all are like, whatever, it's another animal. Um, Anyway, I wanted to ask because I'm, I don't know why. I am so drawn to a rabbit. Like, I keep dreaming about them. I want one as a pet so bad. Like, I keep dreaming about this rabbit sitting with me while I do spells. So if anybody has a rabbit, would you, like, help me out and share whether it's a good pet to have or not? Like, how how cuddly are they? Do they like to be handled? I am a handsy person. I want to, like, pet and love and cuddles with them. Ooh, <laughs> so there's that. I want to say thank you again to all the spawn, the all of the Patreon members. You are keeping the podcast alive, <laughs> and you are how I make a living. Um, putting out content and being on social media and being able to do this podcast is absolutely badass and I'm able to stay home and work and make beautiful things and put them on Etsy and it's because I have this podcast and I have the support so I really really want to send a big giant thank you to all of you you are my job and I love this I especially during COVID I would I had to quit my cleaning job because of COVID. So I didn't have, I mean, it wasn't making me a whole lot, but I didn't have that extra uh, money coming in to help with bills. And I have gotten a surge in beautiful souls added to the WW Coven and doing that basically supports, helps support my family, you know, my little, my fur babies and my hubby and me. So I want to say thank you so much. I feel incredibly blessed and lucky and I wanted I I don't know how to express that to you guys but I really really appreciate it all right so I guess that's all I have if you want to follow me on social media go to www.witchywomanpodcast.com all my social links are there um (laughs) we have some stuff coming for Brad and Danae do stupid shit so subscribe to my youtube channel um, and make sure you vote. If you're in the w, or in the Witchy Woman Friends group, please vote. I put a whole bunch of subjects in there for you guys to vote on um, as far as subjects for what you want me to talk about on the podcast. I want you guys to kind of choose what you want to hear. So go um, to our group and vote. Make sure you find that and vote on what you want to hear. And then if you, if what I've put is not, if, if what you want to hear isn't on there, then just comment with the subject that you want. Um, also for new members, there is a, uh, location thread. If you just search hashtag where my witch is at, um, it will come up with, uh, the whole thread on where everybody's at. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. I, 
I love you guys a whole lot. And thank you for sticking with me. I've had a really chaotic month. Um, and I appreciate you guys allowing me the freedom to take care of the personal things that I needed to take care of. Um, I know I took a break last week and that was unexpected, but turns out it was much needed. <laughs> so I guess until next time, as always, stay witchy. Bye-bye.